Hi there, welcome to Victim to Victor, the podcast dedicated to empowering abuse survivors and inspiring healing, hope and positive change. I'm Anu Verma, a published author, and in every episode, I'll sit down with a guest and embark on an insightful conversation about trauma, as well as practical strategies to start the healing process. So let's get started. I hope you enjoy the show. Hi listeners, welcome back to the Victim to Victor podcast. My name is Anu and I'm your host. In today's episode, I have Zara Groves on my show. Zara is a health and fitness expert. And in today's episode, we'll be discussing the mindset around health and fitness, as well as an important discussion around menopause and the bodily hormonal changes that occur. Also, what to look out for during perimenopause and more importantly, how to cope with the symptoms. Zara has been running her own fitness business for over 20 years. She's worked all over the world, including Asia, Europe, Australia and the UK. And she's taught classes, presented at events and danced at huge events like the Rugby Sevens. She's currently based in the UK and now runs all of her sessions online and has lots of online programs, including Zara Groves Online Fitness Studio, Pole Hub and Fat Loss Fortnite. And here's our lovely Zara Groves all the way from North Wales. How's it going, Zara? Hi, how are you? Uh, I can see you about to put your spectacles on there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sexy. Keep them on. Oh, thank you so much for joining me today. And I've been really eager to discuss this important topic of menopause and perimenopause. And you, I would class you as an expert in this field now. I just thought it'd be fantastic to invite Zara on to share her own personal experiences about menopause and to also speak about the hormonal changes that a lot of us women will go through or probably are going through at the moment. And also we'll go more into um, hormone replacement therapy because I know, again, it's a very touchy subject when you, when you talk about HRT. And today, hopefully we'll come to realize what it really is all about. So thank you so much for joining me, Zara. You're welcome. It's good to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic. I mean, look, I always love to ask um, about yourself. If you could please explain to my my listeners all about yourself. Who is Zara? Where is she today? And what are you doing? Okay, so I'm Zara Groves. I'm Welsh, so I'm from North Wales. Um, And for the first part of my life, after childhood, I left Wales and I went travelling. I've lived all over the world. The longest I lived was Hong Kong, but I've lived lots and lots of places. Um, When I was very early 20s, probably about 22, I really got into fitness And I was saving to go traveling to Australia and I was working as a secretary in the day, working in a nightclub at night and then doing fitness in the middle. And I kind of thought, if I could just get paid for this, I could get rid of one of my jobs. So that's kind of where it started. But I didn't do anything about it until I was 25 and I was living in Hong Kong. And that's when I decided to do all the exams. Um, I did all the American qualifications because that's what was in Hong Kong. And then okay. from the age of 25, I've been in the fitness industry full time. And obviously, you know, I've trained hundreds and hundreds of ladies over the years. But 
as I've aged, uh, my clients have aged and yeah. um, I've changed the way I am. So I'm 51 now, 52 this year. So in the beginning, it was all about get some loud music on and just move your body and just have fun. Whereas now, I would call myself um, health, fitness and body confidence coach um, to, you know, because that's what I feel with ladies a lot. We need to work on as, as well as the fitness and nutrition is that just the mindset and the body confidence and Absolutely. loving themselves you know yeah, self-love oh no it's something which majority of us lack yeah, yeah. I mean there are ladies that what I'm trying to coach them is instead of focusing on the one little negative you can find about your body let's focus mm. on the positives we've got on our bodies you know I mean yeah. there's lots there really so, is embrace yourselves and look yourself yeah. in the mirror feel yourselves you know it's yeah. I know <laughs> it is it's something which oh my god absolutely I, I totally understand you know, a lot of women's point of views, like when they look in the mirror, they spot their, their faults or the curve, I say faults, curves aren't faults, are they? But they're deemed yeah. as faults because of what we've been programmed to believe from the propaganda, right? Media. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, I mean some said to me once, and it's always stuck with me, um, I've, I've always been quite body confident anyway, mm. but one thing, so I, the shape that I am is I always have a belly, even at my tiniest, I've still got a bit of a belly. Yeah. Um, and it said to me once, because every time I'm focusing on maybe losing a bit of weight or whatever, it's I always look at the belly area, and somebody said to me once, and they went, but why are you doing that? Because you've got, I've got quite large boobs, which yeah. girls pay a fortune to have. Absolutely. And I've got, quite, I've got quite a small toned bum. And they were like, yeah. why are you focusing on that little bit in the middle when really yeah. you've got two bits that most people are fighting to get? And I yeah. thought, oh my God, so true. Mindset so shift. Wow. Yes, yeah, complete mindset shift. It is, it is. And you were in the papers as well, weren't you? Yes, mm. I got shamed. I can't believe it. So <laughs> I, was a, I was a UK size 12 um, and it was a lady that had heard all about me and she was going to book one of my online courses. And then when she saw a picture of me, mm. she said I was too fat. Oh, uh, yeah. So, and I, I put it on my social media and then it just went viral. It went in all yeah. the newspapers you know, at the end of the day, a UK size 12, I don't know where it is in America, but mm. you, it's, it's not fat by any stretch of the imagination oh, whatsoever. Um, and when I say, so that's prompted me now to practice what I preach when I train ladies oh, yeah. and I'll probably end up back to a size 10, which is the size I've always been. But, you know, I am 51, I am perimenopausal, I am on HRT, you know. <laughs> right, absolutely. Yeah, so many factors here to consider. Yeah. Oh, totally. And, and I love the fact that now on social media, you see it all over, don't you, about um, just, you know, women really embracing their true curves. And, oh, I'm actually following one um, runner. She's, she's a marathon runner and, you know, she, she's a big lady, but she, she's all over like social media and everyone loves her because she's so confident. And it is, it's about how you wear yourself rather than, you know, about how you look these days, I feel. And it's just that judgment because I I started running at the end of December in 2020 in the lockdown just to, even though I do lots of fitness, but just to get out the house really. Yeah. And then 
the end of last year, November 2021, I did my first half marathon. And nice. if you could see the amount of people that, so everybody deems me to be really fit, which I am. Yeah. But if you could see the amount of people that were overtaking me, people that were a good 10, 15, 20 years older than me, mm. there was ladies and men that were two, three, four, five dress sizes bigger than me. Uh-huh. And they were speeding past me. Yeah. This, this judgment of being mm. you know, you've got to be skinny to be fit yeah. come and come and do a long run and let's see oh, i mean i got so i got overtaken by um you know where people wear t-shirts with their names on and their name was the preston plodders so oh. by their, um, <laughs> their name meant they were slow and they were overtaking me <laughs> <laughs> so funny but it is because i guess like the fat is fuel <laughs> I, just, I think people have this thing don't they that if you're flat stomached girl uh you know quite toned everywhere no body fat that then equals that you're super fit and actually it doesn't you know what I mean mm, there, there is a balance of too much body fat for your health yeah, that's a yeah. different story but you do not have to be this tiny skinny no that's what I mean there was loads of people overtaking me and running lo- loads faster than me that's brilliant oh I love that such role yeah. models right yeah. and yeah yes and I'm just hoping now that you know the world changes the views of what fit and beautiful is now and it's not, it's, and I do think as well, I always sell this story. I was on holiday once and there was these two um, ladies around the pool and I, I, I'm assuming they were African-American or something. I'm not quite sure what, but, um, and they were much, much larger than me, much, much larger than me. And oh my God, they were strutting their stuff. And wow. all you could think when you looked at them was like, wow, they are gorgeous. They had serious curves on them. But because of their inner confidence that was bursting out of them, you wow. couldn't help but look at them and think, wow, you're beautiful. You know what I mean? And I if every that. lady just yeah. had that, because they were glowing they they yeah. they obviously loved their bodies and quite rightly so yeah. and it just projected yeah. and yet they were much 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 larger than me and yet they just all I looked at them and thought wow you look gorgeous wow it beaming rays of light yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, and it just made that. me think it's all about your inner confidence that you yeah. that shines through you that then other people look at you and they also see your beauty absolutely yeah this is why it's so important I love the fact that you're focusing a lot on the mindset shift because that's what it is it's not just about going to the gym five five times a week to try and train your body you have to train your mind yeah. for it's me the that's biggest thing for women because most of us know don't we that we know what healthy food is and we know what mm. unhealthy food is and we know that by never moving our bodies is not good for us and moving our bodies yeah. is so why don't we do it? And especially if you're looking in the mirror and kind of having, thinking, oh my God, I'm fat, I'm ugly, or whatever thoughts you have in the mirror, yeah. why aren't you doing something to change it yeah. to make you happy? Exactly. And it's down to mindset, isn't it? It's it down is. to what's yeah. going on in there. Totally, yeah. And like with, with like a mindset shift, you'll then automatically, automatically start to choose the right foods for your body as well. You know, so yeah, it's like, yeah, some people can't. Choices, isn't it? Yeah, if you exactly. if, if you live somewhere where you, I know some countries you eat what you're given, sort of thing, because mm. you have to 
But if you live in a, in a country where you have money to go to the supermarket or to the restaurants or whatever mm-hmm. to buy your own food, you make the choices yeah. of what what you buy, what you eat, what you put in your body. You make the choices of whether you sit on the couch and do nothing mm-hmm. or you get up and move. You know, you do make the choices. And there's, yeah. I, I read a really good book because there's two of them, The Slight Edge and The Compound Effect. And they basically are saying that we're always on this sliding scale and every single mm-hmm. choice we make makes us either to a better version of ourselves or a worse version of ourselves. Yeah, and it yeah. doesn't happen immediately, but it happens mm. by doing it again and again and again and again. Yeah, yeah, over time. So tell us about your um, ritual because every time on social media, you're always either swimming out in the sea when it's like below freezing temperatures or you're out jogging when it's like absolutely pouring down with rain. <laughs> well, like, I mean, fitness has been my business for my whole life. So I teach fitness classes every single day. So five days a week, I teach fitness classes. Yeah. And then in the lockdown, because boredom I was drinking more wine because there was nothing else to do and I just thought I've got to stop this and so I joined a running club I think I went for about two runs and then they locked down but I continued it and um, it was sort of a bit of a something for me that wasn't me looking after the people so that's where the running came in and and then I found I really quite liked it and then the the cold water swimming was a friend that started doing it and she challenged me to do it and I was like Mm. no way no way (laughs) because she challenged me I was like right okay I'm gonna do it I'm gonna do it and oh my gosh absolutely (laughs) love it Oh, it's one of the wow. best things I've ever done. It's so good for your mental health. It, mm. it physically changes your, so it releases loads of beta serotonin, all the happy drugs and the, you know, the adrenaline, all these things are going. Um, so even if you're having the most stressful day, you get in that cold water and you soon forget about it because all you can yeah. focus on is the fact that it's freezing. <laughs> 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 And I mean, I'm fortunate enough that I live near a beach so I yeah. can go out in nature daily. Yeah. And it's just amazing. I love it. Oh, wow. So I'm either running or in the water every day, pretty much. Oh, it's amazing. And again, for me, that's, it reminds me of David Goggins, you know, where he's so relentless, you know, it'll just go, go, go. And because he's just so strong minded and you, you really yeah. remind me of him. it's that thing the other day because we've had horrendous weather recently where I live and then one day I forced myself for a run now bear in mind I love it I forced myself to just couldn't be bothered but I knew that I needed to go so I was like come on force myself and honestly there is a saying that you'll never regret the run once you've done it yeah you'll regret the ones you don't do and honestly I came in even though I was drenched to the bone I came in feeling so much better than I had Wow. An hour previous when I was sitting there kind of going, oh, I can't be bothered. I can't be bothered. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Push that. Uh, <laughs> Isn't there a book or somebody's got that, they go one, two, three, go. So anything oh, you... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sort of saying, oh, and you go one, two, three, do it. Yeah, um, that's it. Yeah. It's like getting out of bed in the morning, just one, two, three, get up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that, yeah. So tell us about, um, you know, because I know you mentioned that the cold water is really good for your uh, mental health and you're currently undergoing some perimenopause. So tell us the impact that that's having on you. 
so luckily for me, it happened just before the lockdown because I think I would have gone stir crazy then. So mm. I'm quite a confident person. I've taught fitness for nearly 30 years now and I stand in front of big groups of people. I stand on stages mm. and I was sitting in my house one night and I thought, oh, I can't go to work tomorrow. I can't go to work tomorrow. And I was like, what is going on? And I thought, oh, just wait till tomorrow. And it woke up in the morning. I thought, oh my God, I can't go. I can't face those people. I can't stand in front of them. And I was like, what is going on? Mm. Anyway, it continued into the next day. So I actually thought I was going a bit crazy because I was like, where Mm. has this come from? So I rang my doctor and the really good doctor that was in my surgery at the time, he couldn't see me till a Thursday. So I literally stayed in my house for four days. I didn't leave my house. I didn't want to see anybody. I didn't know what was going on with me. And I went to see him and he said, it sounds like the perimenopause. And Mm. I was a bit like shocked thinking I'm way too young, but actually I was 40, end of 48, almost 40, you know, that kind of age. Yeah. So he said to me, he gave me some beta blockers, which are things that calm you down. He said, take these for a week, see what happens, and then stop them after a week and then see what happens. So because he said it was perimenopause, I started researching then. Um, I took them for a week. Of course, all the anxiety and everything went away. And the minute I stopped taking them, the anxiety just came flooding back in and I couldn't leave the house again. So because I'd done a lot of studying in that week of, I, I, I didn't know anything about it other than, Mm. You, I thought you had the menopause, you stopped your periods, had a few hot flushes, and that was it. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So then I started researching and I realized I then when I when I went back to went, okay, give me HRT, I want it now. Um, because I was asking everybody I knew, and it seemed to be that the ladies that were going through it or had gone through it knew about it, but the ladies that hadn't had it yet didn't know anything about it. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. So off the back of that, I then started studying uh, all about it. And the stuff that I've learned and the stuff that ladies are suffering and going through is phenomenal. And I was like, God, for somebody like me, if it can knock me who's not scared to do anything pretty much, to not leave the house for a week because you're too anxious, it's like, wow. And then everything changed because the hormones now had been replaced. And then I just went back to my normal self, really, and and have been ever since. Oh, so are you still on HRT? Yeah, it's it's a it's for the rest of your life kind of a thing now. Oh, is it? Okay. And so what are the side effects of that, if any? There isn't any. I mean, with anything in life, there's always a very, very, very small chance that something could happen. But the benefits far outweigh the risk. And what people don't quite understand is HRT isn't a medication. It's a hormone replacement. Mm -hmm. So our estrogen, progesterone, testosterone start to diminish, estrogen being the biggest one. Mm -hmm. And we need to replace it. And the lack of estrogen in our body, depending, some ladies go through it and have no problems. Some ladies go through it, have some problems and some ladies have horrendous problems. And it's because the hormones now that we've had for pretty much most of our lives Mm. are now completely, completely out of balance and they're diminishing. So, um, yeah. Wow. Because like for those, um, let's just say there's women in their 40s now and... What, what kind of changes should they be looking out for, which might indicate that they're currently undergoing perimenopause or menopause? Yeah, so perimenopause is the build-up to the menopause. So the full menopause means that you haven't had a period for 12 months, and that means you're in full menopause. Mm-hmm. 
the perimenopause is what's happening, building up. So one of the first things that generally gets noticed is your period starts to become a little bit irregular. Okay. So the average age of the perimenopause is about 45 and the average age of the full menopause is about 51. Okay. But, you know, once you go over that 40 mark, you know, if things start to change, the, the one thing that can be a bit, little bit difficult is some ladies are on forms of contraception, which means they don't get a period. Yeah. So the, so the expert that I follow, which is a lady called Dr. Louise Newsom, she's actually got an app called Balance. And if you download that, if you start to think that you're, I don't know, getting a bit, just things are a bit different. Like maybe you're getting a bit more short tempered with your children or your husband's a bit like you're a bit more snappy than normal or you're not sleeping as well as normal, all these little changes, but you need to log them. But the problem with women is they put down all these changes to Mm. I'm stressed with the children or I'm stressed with the kids or I'm really, really busy. So that's why I'm not sleeping Mm. properly. And it's, we make up all these excuses when really, if you kind of, if things start changing that you're not normally like that, then there's something going on. And nine times out of 10, it's your hormones. Ah, that's so yeah, but, mental. But the problem in the UK is the GPs, when they study to be a GP, there is actual no training on the menopause. So quite often you go to the doctor saying, oh, my mood's really low. Yeah. This seems to be quite a common one where people have got no... Uh, somebody told me once it's like you're living your life in black and white and then when you get the hormones replaced all of a sudden your life comes back to color but quite often you go to the gp and they'll put you on antidepressants or anti-anxiety pills yeah god okay and and that's because um the woman's probably gone into the surgery just saying oh i'm feeling really low or feeling really anxious and automatically it's like oh here you go here's a prescription for some anti-diesel okay that makes sense um what other signs will there be so anxiety depression i mean i know hair falling out is one as well Uh, Mm. falling out there's all sorts there's itchy skin Mm. there is like um sore tongues there's the mood swings the low mood um there's um you know like it can affect your heart rate it can it's honestly the list is endless of so many things that people just don't even realize which i never realized we all seem to know about hot flushes and a little bit a little bit moody here and there yeah Um, some ladies the thinning of the sort of vaginal wall can get thinner so that becomes painful um yeah there's urinary urinary problems that's another thing where you kind of go oh they give you medication then for things like cystitis and things um there's so many, so many, so many, so many side effects. And okay. this is where if you have this app, if things are starting to change, you start, to, if you log what's mm. happening to you, mm. then this, you know, in the UK, they're sort of saying, you know, you need to go to the GP and go, look, this has been happening since such and such. And I've got this, this, and this, and this. I really think it's, I need some hormone replacements. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Because so- it, GPs at the moment are so busy yeah. They don't have that long with mm. you. So mm. at least if you go on a bit, bit more armed with all yeah. these different things that are going on. That's fantastic. And I, I love that, you know, we're, we're here now raising the awareness of this because like you said, you know, GPs are so quick to prescribe these medications for all these symptoms. Whereas 
instead of prescribing the antidepressants, if the GP just goes straight on to HRT, would that solve the problem? Yeah. Yeah, nine times out of ten. I mean, if it, if it, I mean, there's there is a place in the world for antidepressants, and mm. and I guess if it wasn't your hormones, so, so say they gave you the hormone replacement and nothing changed, mm. and sometimes you might have to try one or two different types of hormone replacement therapy. Yeah. But if it still didn't change, and obviously it's not your hormones just yet, because the thing is there are blood tests out there. But once you get over a certain age, mm. you could go in at the age of forty five, and on this day have a blood test and your hormones. Are perfectly normal but then the next yeah. day they're out of balance okay. so it's only really under the age of 40 that the the blood tests really do give a correct reading once you get wow. over they're wow. not really so you could go to a doctor one day and he go oh there's nothing wrong with you oh and then it's not that yeah okay it's, That's it, i think women if women had more knowledge about what's what's going to be happening to them in their perimenopause state, they probably would be able to self-diagnose a lot. Yeah. You know, like we can self-diagnose a chest infection. We can self-diagnose, yeah. you know, um, all these different problems because, you know, tonsillitis, we can self-diagnose all these things because yeah. we've had them, haven't we? Yeah. Whereas because there's not much knowledge, people mm. don't want to talk about it. Even I didn't want to talk about it in the beginning because yeah. it's almost a stigma of like, oh, that must mean I'm old now. Oh, yeah. We shouldn't think that. It's just, you know, we, you know, we, oh, women, we, we go through puberty, we go through pregnancies, we go through all the period changes. Yeah. And, and apparently years ago, what it was was years and years ago, women only lived to a certain age. So they'd have their age of having lots of babies and then they'd only be in the menopause for a few couple of years and then they'd die. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so they decide for years but now but now we're living in the menopause age for more like 30 plus years so exactly now's the time yeah we <laughs> need to deal with it I'm just thinking as well like you know natural ways to replace hormones I don't know if you know there is, any- there is, there is natural ways out there the reason why I chose I started learning more after I'd gone on HRT to be honest and the reason why I didn't choose the natural path was because everybody I spoke to that was taking natural remedies their symptoms seemed to be lessened but not gone and because my symptom was this anxiety where I couldn't leave the house I thought I don't want to I don't want a lower version I want it gone altogether Okay. So I literally, and my GP was really, really good. I was lucky, I had a really good GP. Right. So good. I just went with his advice, took the tablets, and um, it, I just went back to normal. It never came back again. So I was kind of wow. like, okay, fix, sorted. Yeah, so I was, I was quite lucky. Yeah. I only had that one symptom, mm-hmm. and good GP, correct mm. medication straight away, or correct That's hormone medication straight away. So yeah, I was quite That's... lucky. Yeah, and I also think that your um, health and fitness has got a lot to do with that as well. Well, I was surprised actually because I've never, ever, ever, my whole life suffered with periods. I've never really had PMT. I might have, I might have had one day where I'd eat a load of chocolate, or I might have had one day where I would cry at every movie on the telly. <laughs> yeah. But even when I saw other girls that would have these crazy PMT symptoms, yeah. so I really thought that the menopause would just push me by without <laughs> <laughs> me even noticing. It's true. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And I was actually talking to um, someone else about this, but 
we're saying that, you know, what, what we need to do is embrace our periods and rest when we need to. But a lot of us don't because we're so stuck in doing mode and, you know, we have to look after the kids, we have to cook dinner, we have to go to work. We, so we don't really get to rest that much when we're having our periods. And what they were saying is like, you know, the less that, the less you listen to your body during your period stages and the worse your menopause is going to be. Do you believe that? Oh, really? yeah. oh, I don't know. I've not heard that one before. Ah, I, I guess thought... from, from my story, it hasn't correlated at all because I... I didn't suffer and then I did suffer. So, mm, yeah, I don't know, okay. really. Like it's very <laughs> people. Yeah. You know, because the one, one thing I got told as well was to, like, if you... Like say when you have, you're pregnant, have a baby, your body then gets flooded with estrogen. So if all of a sudden your mood is better and you're happier and all these things and you're glowing, like they say in pregnancy, Mm -hmm. that's a good um, indicator that obviously when you've got lots of estrogen, that's what happens to your body. So if all of a sudden you're getting less and less and you can feel your mood and all is changing, then it's a good indicator, another good indicator that this is hormones here. That really relates to me right now because I am yeah. in my sec- second trimester and I feel great. <laughs> Estrogen. <laughs> That's what it is. Because <laughs> in my last pregnancy, I did suffer from postnatal depression. And now I'm just getting some kind of knowledge from you about HRT and how effective it is. And I feel like one of the reasons why we suffer from postnatal is lack of hormones, like you said. Yeah. So, yeah, it could work for postnatal depression even. Yeah, and it's. I think the thing is as well. It's the it's the aftercare. Like apparently, you know, I've I've heard a lot of stories of ladies where they've had a hysterectomy, mm-hmm. and the, the, all the advice they've had is, you know, you do realise you're not going to be able to have children now, and it's all been about the reproducing. Yeah. But what also happens when you have a hysterectomy is you get thrown straight into the menopause, no matter what age you are, you're in it, and then and then they're getting all this crazy stuff happening, and they don't oh. even know because there's been no aftercare to say. No, this is definitely yeah. going to happen now because we've just basically taken out all that Your part insights. of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy, I know. So there's just no education. Yeah, yeah. so the, the lady that I follow who is the expert, this Dr. Louise Newson, there's quite a few of them and they're really campaigning for nurses to be trained. So, you know, if you went for your 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 smear or whatever they would say to you has anything changed if you're feeling any of these symptoms you know obviously at a certain age that's good um yeah just to, and i think if we if those women knew more what to expect yeah then we would recognize because i Absolutely. listened to a lady story who had been it took four years for her to finally re- and she'd been put on antidepressants she'd been given this she'd been given that and it, all it was was a hormones and she said i just suffered for four years wow all it, yeah if i'd have known in the beginning I, I could be, I could have saved myself four years worth of heartache, basically. Basically, yeah. Oh, God. Knowledge really is power in this case. So, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, you need to be out spreading the word, girl, because you've got a lot that you got a lot of inspiration to share. <laughs> well, I think it just shocks me because obviously I didn't know either. And then it shocks yeah. me. I thought it was just me that didn't know. But when I saw, and I thought, okay, mm-hmm. I need to change my view here now. I need to say you know this is my age this is what's happening mm, and, I, and I've had quite a few ladies now that I've helped where they've come to me and they've said these things I'm like do you think it might be hormones and they've gone and got it sorted and oh my god thank you so much oh yeah, that's so, it's so nice isn't it when you help yeah. people change maker but yeah you're helping people anyway aren't you of what you do day to day let's go on to that you know t- tell us what you do now 
So I, so obviously I got into the, my first love was the fitness industry, like I said, and I still love it. I love exercise. And then obviously as I've got older, I've gotten more into, I then went into all the nutrition and helping ladies lose weight and training them. And now it's, it's now become a bigger package where it's everything. So I have, um, the lockdown sent me online. So everything I do nice. now is online. Oh, excellent. My, yeah so and actually I'm training people now that I would never train before because they don't live local to me so that's really good so I've got um I've got three main programs at the moment one is Mm. just um my website's got a membership area where you just log in and then there's just hundreds of workouts and recipes and you just go Mm. in and just watch the videos and then I've got a program which I call my little black dress which is it's a two-week program and this is a really big kick up the bum to make some changes okay. so yeah some people take to it easily some people are like oh my god what is she doing to us but you know if you want to make the changes you got and, it, then, yeah. and then the, the other program i've got a 90 day program and this is it is fitness and it is nutrition but this is a lot more on the mindset a lot more keeping you accountable holding your hand why are you doing this or why aren't you doing this so yeah. this one's more where I, 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 I'm with the people one-to-one personally, you know, I'm oh, there for you the whole way. Yeah. So that's, that's quite a new one really. So that's really exciting. So I've got a few ladies doing that. So Excellent. I just really want to expand on all of them, really just help as many ladies as I can. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And it, because you're online now, you can reach out to the world, you know, yeah, and that is yeah. the beauty, isn't it? Absolutely. Doesn't matter yeah. where you live, doesn't matter where, because everything can be, you know, even, you know, you can catch up with the videos. Mm. You don't have to do the videos at the time that I'm doing them. You can do them exactly. at your own time. So mm. I found a lot, I mean, some people, you know, love face to face, which I understand, yeah. but I found that so many ladies are working with me now because they can do it at a time that suits them. Yeah. As yeah. opposed to, I've got to be there at 6 p.m. So, or whatever. Oh God, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, yeah, those kind of classes have never suited me because I'll always end up being late or missing them. So I, I love having that flexibility where I can just yeah. log on when I'm free. So yeah. yeah I think I think. Ladies are juggling so much, aren't they? They've got kids, they've got houses, they've got husbands, they've got businesses, they've got jobs, they've got... You know, they've got all these things. And, and the problem yeah. is, is with ladies. So this is a classic example. So when we first went into lockdown, I was doing all my classes at 40, 45 minutes. And so many ladies were telling me they couldn't fit it in. They couldn't fit it in. It was when the lockdown started lifting and work came back in. And as soon as I changed my classes to 20 minute classes, oh my God, they started doing them. And then they started doing the 40 minutes. They started doing two. Oh, oh. So the mindset of I haven't got 45 minutes to spare changed into I've got 20 minutes. Oh, actually, I've done this for minutes. I'll do another 20 minutes. And I'm like, isn't that crazy? Scarcity to abundant mindset. Yeah, it was was because I was only asking ladies to give me, and I've even got 10 minute workers. I was asking them to give me a short time and then they were going, okay, I can do it. Crazy. That really is crazy. And I love that, you know, you can offer so much more than just like the health and fitness package. It's the mind shift. So absolutely. I am in favor of you as a coach, as a, you know, a fitness inspirational figure and as a health coach as well, which you are nutritionists. (laughs) (laughs) So absolutely. My listeners who are listening as well, you know, they probably want to sign up to you. So where can they find you? How can they sign up? <laughs> okay. So my website is zaragrovesfitness.co.uk. Okay. So Z-A-R-A-G-R-O-V-E-S fitness.co.uk. 
And luckily for me, because my name's unusual, Zara Groves, go onto any social media and type that in, and there I am. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. And um, plus, I'll, I'll be adding all your links onto these this episode oh, on, on YouTube yeah. as well as um, the podcast. So, yeah, so that everyone yeah. can directly get in contact with you. So, do you have any um, words of inspiration to share with my listeners before we close? I guess, ladies, you just need to look after yourself. You know, what I mean, mm. you need to make the, you need to make good choices for your life mm-hmm. because we all want to live a healthy life. You know, what I mean, we want to. You know, we don't want to be. You know, where we can't go out and walk and we can't enjoy whatever, and we can do things to make out to give ourselves. I mean, I know I can never say what's going to happen to anybody. Yeah. But we can give ourselves a much better chance that yeah. these illnesses and injuries and things won't come and get us. And all it is, is just making, all you got to do is make lots of small changes over a period of time. And then before you know it, you will be in a healthier position oh. and you'll be happier. Yeah, yeah. Ultimately, yeah. Our health is our wealth, you know. And definitely. Our, our yeah. body is... You know, we need to look after it. You know, we we mm-hmm. we MOT our cars, we yeah. service our cars, but some people don't do anything for their own body. Exactly. I know. Bodies they really are our temples and absolutely yeah. we, we neglect them because just life takes over. Our kids yeah. take over. And but it's uh, the most important thing. Shouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I know. And uh, yeah, it just reminds me like when people complain about these expensive um, gym memberships, where I've always thought, well, it's like 60 quid in a month. You know, that's like 15 quid a week for your health. Why wouldn't you? You know? And it's fine. And it doesn't have to be a gym membership. If you mm. go out and have a, like I found that I really love running and I really love going in the cold water. Those mm. two things are completely free, yeah. other than a pair of trainers, you know, or the swimming cozy. So there are yeah. lots of things out there that are free, but what you need to do is try lots of things and then you'll find the ones that you love because the ones that you love are the ones that you'll stick to. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be going to the gym or have, yeah. have doing a fitness class. Yeah, it's absolutely. Something, some movement. Totally. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Brilliant. So yeah, everyone, you can catch Zara and her amazing videos all over social media and on the internet. And um, yeah, I look forward to you all um, getting inspired by her. <laughs> Thank you so much, Zara, for oh, your, yeah, you. just for your knowledge and just for sharing your light and all your teachings throughout the last you know, few years on uh, what you've been going through. I think it's a real important time in your life. And I really appreciate your honesty on that. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Lovely. So listeners, yeah, yeah. Catch you on the next episode, everyone. We love you. Stay blessed, stay empowered. Keep shining your light. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode of Victim to Victor. Subscribe so you don't miss out on new episodes and be sure to follow the podcast on socials to keep updated on what's next and share Victim to Victor with family and friends to help grow the community and spread the positive healing energy. 